What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Marxist Takes exclusively on Spotify. Today's episode is brought to you by Jazz Sports, Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, jazzsports.ag. Today, the Mariners are taking on the Astros, and when you sign up on jazzsports.ag, use the promo code MarksTake. Not there's no S, just MarksTake, and you can get a thousand up to a thousand dollar free play. Totally awesome. Jazzsports.ag link will be in the description of this podcast, exclusively for the Mariners versus Astros game today, Monday. July 26th. Let's get into it. Today we're going to be talking about the Cleveland Guardians. We're going to be talking about the USA basketball team. We're going to be giving an Olympics rundown and then we're going to finish it up with some NFL and a play of the day gambling, sports betting, play of the day. That would be perfect if you use this play on jazzsports.ag. Let's get into it. Alright, so first off, we have Cleveland. The 216 was in the news last Friday. They officially announced that next season they'd be changing their name and logo. So they're no the the MLB, the Cleveland Indians, they're no longer gonna be the Cleveland Indians. They're going to be the Cleveland Guardians, and first of all, I really like the name. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I really like the name Cleveland Guardians, but looking at the logo, probably one of the worst things I've seen, and you know, I, I really don't think the name is that bad. Um, I knew it was going to be changed. I knew they were announcing it soon. Guardians is cool. The only problem that I have is whoever made the logo did the biggest half-assed job I've seen. I mean, I've seen some bad logos, but this wordmark script logo with the Guardians like across the across the logo is so bad because it looks like the I and the A and the N and the S are were literally taken from the original Indians logo and then like pasted on you know, after the D. It's like guard and then the I, A, N, and S were like directly pasted on. It just looks lazy, like really lazy. I don't know if this is, I mean, I would assume this is like the final logo. They put it out on Friday. I would assume the Fastball G secondary logo is also very bad. I don't, I don't really like the three-dimensional block letter. I don't really like the wings. I don't really get the baseball, like, I I just, I don't really like it. The way that one was put together. I think the the Fastball G secondary logo is far worse than the original, like, the Guardians, like, script logo. I think the Fastball G is by far way worse. And then there's, like, the Diamond C cap logo, which isn't bad at all. That's just, like, C for Cleveland. I would get that hat. Um... So, yes, so after this season, they're going to be dropping the Indians' name, and they're going to use their new name, the Cleveland Guardians. They announced this on Friday, and they they uh, announced these new logos. So the logos aren't great. I think they, they were, it looks like they were made on, like, word art, or, like, they had, like, an intern make it on Photoshop or something, because they're not, they're not good. Um, but the name Guardians 
it's not bad. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'll, I'll be inter- It'll be interesting to see how they kind of, you know, what chants are they going to use? What, like, what are people going to be cheering at the games? How are they going to incorporate the Guardians and really make it like a part of Cleveland? Because I feel like the Indians were a huge part of. They were a huge part of. They're a huge part of Cleveland. They're so like incorporated with the city so it will be interesting to see it will be interesting to see how they incorporate the guardians what chance they're are they going to use merch you know it'll be interesting I, w- I went on the website just out of curiosity and I went on the website out of curiosity to see if they were still selling Indians t-shirts they are they're like they're like 75 percent off on the website so I ordered some Indians t-shirts because you know next year they're going to be retro I will probably won't wear it out but it's like I want an Indians t-shirt before they before they change it's also interesting to note that there is a Cleveland there's a professional men's roller derby league in Cleveland and they currently have the Instagram Username, Cleveland Guardians. They have 203 followers. They're following 74 people. Says the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio's first and only men's roller derby league established in 2014. So it will be very interesting to see how the Indians will try to get this username from this men's roller derby league. I think that's pretty funny. I guess they pay the roller derby league a lot of money, but yes, I think that's very funny because they're going to need that at very soon. I mean, after this season, I would assume they're going to change all socials. They're going to change all logos, everything. So after that, it's like they need that username. So this, this poor roller derby league might have to change their name and give the Cleveland guardians like username over to the Indians. So that will be that will be interesting to see. I'm interested to see, again, how they really incorporate the name to the city. Like, what nicknames are they going to be using? Because I know, like, there's, like, the Tribe now, the Wahoos. Their former logo was, like, the Chief. Obviously, totally canceled. It was, can't. I think they stopped using it in, like, 2018. So, it will be interesting to see how they incorporate Guardians, what nicknames they're going to use, what chants. It will be very interesting and it's also interesting to know what teams are next to do this because after I saw the Cleveland Guardians do it, I was interested to see who's next. Like, what team is next to do this? And then it really, it really got me thinking. There's a couple. There's a couple teams that I feel like could do it. Like the Braves. I don't think the Braves is like that offensive but they do do that like tomahawk chop but so does florida state like a lot of teams do that tomahawk chop do the tomahawk chop so the braves kansas city chiefs golden state warriors and the chicago blackhawks are the teams that i can think of on the top of my head that will be changing and then obviously we have the washington football team which should be announcing their name i would assume shortly because NFL is starting in the next month so I think we should get their official name very soon I've heard a couple names thrown around the Washington Wolverines or the Washington Wolfpack 
I like both of those. I really do. I thought maybe they were going to do Wolverines and then the Wolf Pack would be like their like name for their fans, you know, like the like the like how the Seahawks have like the 12th man or whatever, whatever they call themselves. I thought like Wolf Pack would be like the name for their fans. So I like Wolverines. I think it's time we get another team named the Wolverines because Michigan stinks. They stink. We need another we need another Wolverines team ASAP. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. That should be coming shortly, I would assume. Interested to see. Um, so yeah, now let's uh, transition over to the USA. So, oh boy, USA team lost to France yesterday. It, it was today. I'm recording this on Sunday, going up Monday. Yeah, so they lost to France. They were up by double digits at the at halftime. Second quarter, they were up double digits. Uh, disaster class, pretty much. Fourth quarter, disaster class. They were outscored really, really badly in the fourth. This was the first time that an Olympic, that the men's basketball team lost uh, the home game, like the first opening game since August 27, 2004. Not good. They're a total, they're a dumpster fire right now. 1992, we had the dream team. 2008, we had the redeem team. And 2021, we had the meme team. They're just not, the thing the thing that I kind of noticed during the uh, like exhibition games was they're all very good players. They're all very, very good. But there's no cohesive aspect about them. They need like a glue guy to really tie them all together. And maybe that would be... I don't even think it needs to be a player necessarily. I think Coach K would have done it. They're a bunch of guys. And they're all very good individually. But as a team... There's no team aspect. They, the chemistry is bad. There's just no cohesiveness. Kevin Durant is supposed to be that guy that's supposed to tie them together. I mean, he's a superstar. But let's not forget, he's never been that guy. He couldn't get it done in OKC. He had to, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, which was one of the weakest things I've seen in the NBA. And then, you know, he left. He got two meaningless rings in Golden State and then formed another super team in Brooklyn. So he's never been that guy to lead a team. Like he he lost to the Bucks too. Like I know Irving was out, but he's if he wants to be like that number one dude on a team, I I just don't know if, if he can like he he can be the number one dude. I just don't know if they can win. Again, they couldn't get it done in OKC he had to join Golden State, get two meaningless rings. By the way, I would take Giannis's one ring that he got this year over Kevin Durant's two rings any day if I was a player because Kevin Durant's rings are absolutely meaningless. So they're, they're just a bunch of really good players. They don't have any cohesive aspect to them. I think... They also do the foul baiting quite a bit. They're they're used to the soft NBA style of play. They're not used to the FIBA style of play. It's soft. It's really soft, and it's very sad because this is supposed to be our sport. Okay, this is we are the the U.S. is supposed to be known for playing basketball and playing basketball well. 
And I I don't think a player is the problem. I think that they need to bring in Coach K ASAP. The Popovich era for, for USA basketball has been an absolute disaster. Just, like I said, they're just a bunch of great players, but cohesive-wise, they are not good. The memes were out. The memes were out. USA took the lead, too. They were up seven, seven points, I believe, with about three minutes to go, and then they just could not score. They literally could not score in the past three minutes. There was a sequence where they just were bricking, bricking, bricking shots. Like, every single player had bricked a shot. It was very bad. And I'm like, you're, you're making $40 million, and you're still bricking, like, you're making $40 million. You can't make one wide-open three. They need Coach K. They need Olympic Mellow out there ASAP. And it's just sad because they're supposed to be representing our country. They're very... They're just not... They're struggling. They're just not put together. And the best player on the court was was Drew Holiday. And he literally got on the plane like... He literally got on the plane like... 12, he literally got to Tokyo like 13 hours ago. He was on the plane with Devin Booker, who was horrendous. Kevin Durant was horrendous. Damian, Damian Lillard was horrendous. There was just, who else? Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday was literally the only one that was good. And he had got off a plane like 13 hours prior. NBA champion. Sorry, I need to, I need to start preference. I need to preference Drew Holiday with... Um, I need to preference him now by saying he's an NBA champion. It was funny, though, because prior to the game starting, they listed the teams, and the Olympics exposes all the players because they put full government names, like not the names that we see in the NBA. So it's like Kevin, Kevin Wayne Durant, Houston Jeremy Grant, Dr- Draymond Jamal Green. Bam is just, Bam is not, his name, Bam Adebayo. He has a completely different name. And that was funny to see. But we need Coach K desperately. He won three gold medals in a row. I miss those days. This is just brutal. It's brutal to watch. They opened up. So I guess they're playing They're playing Iran for the next game. And I was looking at, you know, the point spread. And they were favored. They were, they were, like, they were favored a lot. Like, let's see here. If I go to basketball, Olympic men, they are 38 and a half point favorites. 38 and a half. I don't even, I don't know anything about Iran basketball, but they, the USA is favored by 38 and a half points. I would just stay away from that. If I was, a, I mean, I am a sports better, but I would just stay the hell away from 38 and a half points. I just stay away from those large, large spreads. Spain is favored massively against Japan. They're an 18 and a half point favorite. I just stay away. I was lucky enough to grab prior to the USA game today. I was lucky enough to grab France plus 14 and a half. So USA was a 14 and a half point favorite against France didn't get it done and I was able to grab France 14 plus 14 and a half like I took it like a week ago 
thinking the game was last Sunday. And then I was like, oh, no, it's July 25th. So, yeah, I, I stupidly took it thinking it was last week. And it just stayed in my, like, on my sports book the entire week. And I saw it today. And I was like, thank, like, thank goodness I took that. It was a winner. I needed it desperately. So, yes, um, I'm happy. I'm very happy about that. But, yeah, so Olympics basketball, total dumpster fire. But the Olympics in general has been really cool to watch. I've enjoyed it. I really have. I've, I've just enjoyed watching all the events. I thought the skateboarding was awesome. Uh, I think the USA placed bronze. Yeah, they placed bronze. And I I thought that was dope to have skateboarding in the Olympics. Like, that was awesome. All the events have been really cool. Like, the kayaking. Just stuff that you're that I'm not, you know, used to seeing or watching. The only problem is, is the time difference is brutal. Like, I'm on the West Coast, so I'm not watching these games. I'm not watching the events live. So I kind of just watched the replay and I, I already know who's going to win. Like the only way I can watch them live is if I'm, if I'm awake. It's about like three in the morning. Like the USA game today was around, started at five. I didn't, I woke up around 6.30, turned it on and it was, it was the middle, it was like the fourth quarter. I, I woke up, checked the score on my phone. It was the end of the third got my laptop out, started streaming it, and it was the start of the fourth. Like, the fourth was, like, a minute in. So, I'm not I'm not waking up at five. Like, today's a Sunday. I'm not going to wake up at five. That's the problem is, if I want to see these events live, I have to wake up at three in the morning. Like, I was watching the water polo, thinking it was live, and I looked it up on, on Twitter, like, when I was watching it, because the U.S. was just, like, it was U.S. like women's water polo. They were just obliterating. It was like 28 to 2 versus, I think it was versus Japan. And they were, it was embarrassing. I felt bad. And I want, I went on Twitter to see what other people were saying about it. And the thing was, the thing was like eight hours ago. Like I was watching just a taped like version of it. And I thought it was live. I was like so hyped. Like let's go USA. Then I looked it up. It had ended like eight hours ago. And it it had ended like eight hours prior and it gave me the final score of the game as I'm watching like the middle of it. So it's like a spoiler alert type thing. You don't, I don't even know what's live, what's not live. I know last night when I was watching the skateboarding, that was live and that was cool to watch. And it was at, it was at 8.30 my time, which, which isn't late at all. So I was really happy to see that, but it's been cool. I think you know, the Olympics is a time where for three years and 50, 48 weeks, I don't care about USA as a country. But for these two weeks, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to represent my country in these wacky and absurd events like kayaking. I'm going to watch USA kayaking all day because it's just it's so exciting. It's the Olympics. And the COVID stuff definitely makes it a little bit weird. Like the opening ceremony is weird. It was just very, it was just very odd with no people there, but, um, yeah, so I, I've been enjoying it. I really have been enjoying it and yes. So next thing, close it out, closing out the show with some picks of the day. So again, it's been a little hard to bet right now because it's a little quiet. You can either bet the Olympics or you can bet on MLB. That's that's really it. Like, those are the two things that are left. 
So I'm taking the MLB. I'm taking the Mets money line minus one, minus one fifty one. There's some, you know, it's not great value, but it is. There's value, okay. Taking the Mets against the Braves. I like the matchup. I like the pitching matchup. And you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little biased to the Mets right now. I've been a Mets fan for two weeks. It's been fun. They've won some really great games. I got to watch Rich Hill today make his debut, and that was cool. Um, he wasn't great, but he wasn't. He was better than I thought. And they were down early. They came back. They rallied, and they they uh, they beat the Blue Jays. So it was great. You know, I, I've been enjoying watching them. The community on Twitter is great, and people are like, "Why are you rooting for the Mets?" I'm like, because. I'm a Clippers fan. Like, I want to root for, like, the smaller little brother team because why root for the Yankees? By the way, Yankees, dumpster fire. They were up 4-0, bottom of the eighth, and they lost 5-4. And there was a similar game, like, three days ago, same situation. There's been a lot of blown saves recently in MLB. Like, there was the, uh, there was the two Yankees blown leads, which were both embarrassing, and then the Dodgers blew two leads last week as well. Kenley Jansen had a back-to-back disaster class. So, yeah, there was it was there was just like weirdly a lot of blown leads. Um, but yeah, Yankees are embarrassing. They're they're embarrassing, and I don't even feel bad because again, I'm a Mets fan. So screw the Yankees. It's very funny to me that they blew a four-zero lead. They were it was looking like a no-hitter there. And they lost 5-4. Pretty, pretty cool. Just very funny stuff. So yeah, my pod is going to be the Mets money line minus 151. I like that. I like the value there. And I'm, I'm going to ride it. Mets are rolling 52-44. and 44. I love it. Okay, thank you all for listening. Be back on Friday. I think I'm going to make this a Monday. Friday type thing or a Monday, Thursday type thing. I'm kind of just doing it based on how much sports news. But Mondays, Mondays there's always talk about the weekend, so Mondays will stay, and then maybe Thursday or Friday. We'll, we, we'll see. Switch it up, really, depending on the week. All right, thank you guys for watching, and I'll catch you all later. <laughs>